Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Um, well, we're here with Shorecog um, at Launchpad Academy Live 2022. This has been a huge honor. Emmy's running around with uh, her little <laughs> little blower mower, uh, bubble mower. Um, Love it. Well, man. We just made the introduction, like, I, but I followed you from on just on Instagram and stuff. Heard from Brian, uh, heard you on all of his episodes and things. So mm-hmm. it's really cool getting to sit down and chat for a few minutes today. Thank you so much for your time. Um, tell tell a little bit about. I know you've done this spiel a thousand times. Give us the literally the ten second version if you want to of of what clog is it is it clogging the social clog. I don't really have a ten second version yet. Well, tell yeah, me the Jerry, tell me so the tell me the ten minute version. I don't so care. Whatever I mean, you, you want to share. A lot of it a lot of it will get shared through pictures and some yeah. stories um, when I present later today. Yeah. Because it's a journey. You yeah. Know? I'm I'm in my late fifties. I mm. started when I was a teenager. Um, the short story is yeah, not much older than Emmy if that's right. You know, knocking on a door, hey, can I cut your grass? Really? Can I shovel your driveway? Whatever, two bucks, five bucks, seven bucks, whatever the market was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just survivability, trying to make some money, and then. Well, that was the beginning. The tried a little college for a minute. Had to borrow money to do it. I didn't come from a family that had any uh, ability to do that, so mm. I was I worked all the way through school, cutting grass, cleaning up leaves. Yeah, and uh, yeah, within a couple years of trying part-time college i said nah one for you not for me man yeah i'm gonna uh i'm just gonna do this full-time yeah and then the journey began went from myself and a guy or two to you know 30-ish people to 100-ish people to north of 300 people in the winter now yeah and it's uh it's just an incredible blessing so what do y'all do now you started mowing obviously are you just doing snow now is that all y'all do what no, what do no. y'all do about half the business is snow okay from a revenue perspective um north a little bit north of half um but that takes between employees and service partners that takes roughly 300 people give or take wow yeah um and then all summer we're doing 10 or 20 percent of the business is high-end construction work Okay. Residential construction work, building, really? building really cool, fun fire and water and yeah. pools and um, whatever badass backyards people want. Yeah. And then the balance of the business is the same thing it's always been. Yeah. Only kind of on steroids, cutting grass, cleaning up leaves, pruning. I just added a tree care company, so now we're deep awesome. rooting, spraying, custom pruning. Um, yeah, so we pretty much... Do from one end to the other and mm-hmm. for, uh, whatever anybody may need. Anything in between. So a lot of the people listening to our show are guys that are young in business. They're getting started. Um, they're in years two to five, those crucial years, those, those survival years you hear talked yeah. about a lot. What is some, I mean, what's some advice that you give? Because we get a lot of questions about scaling, and, and you've scaled. So, yep. And it's a lot. There's a lot. Like you said, it's a journey. Um, it is. Something you said to me that really hit home was it's just how, many time, how fast can you get back up. When yep. you fail, and, and so hit on that a little bit. Tell tell us a little bit about kind of 
what it looked like for you and advice for somebody else when, when they do fail? Because scaling is not an easy thing, and it's very intimidating, I feel like. Well, right, and it's, but it's also very different. It's also different now than when I did it, right? Mm. So doing the stuff in the 80s, I know most people, you know, young people can't picture this, but yeah. first of all, there was no Internet. Yeah. There was no communication around the world, and there was nobody else in business. Yeah. Or there was I, none of this. It was yeah. no, well, no, but there, if you wanted, like, it was just the other kid yeah. who was going to cut the grass. Mm-hmm. Or it was a maintenance man or woman on staff. We're at a large facility right now. They didn't hire anybody. Yeah. They had on-staff people. So, mm-hmm. so we had a different sales pitch when we came to the cities or we went to the big mall down the street and said, hey, you don't have to, like, basically what we're saying is you can get rid of your employees and hire us. Yeah. So. Kind of, yeah. It was a different time. It is different, right? yeah. Now it's, you know. The new young, the new, the new guy in business or gal in business that's going to compete with somebody else who's already in business, mm. and there's already a price picked. It's already a hundred dollars to do that. Yeah, that didn't exist when I first started. But my number one recommendation always, always, always is math, math, lots of math. Mm. Keep track of everything. Know here, your numbers. Because here's what we're <laughs> well, here's what we're selling. Yeah, human talent. Really? Yeah. We're not cutting grass. Mm. We're not plowing snow. None of us. We're selling human talent. So what's it worth? That's good. I've never heard it then, said that way. Then you yeah. add a lawnmower or you add a plow truck or you add a tree, whatever. But you're selling and accumulating human talent as an employer. And then you're selling that human talent to a customer. And so when you're the inexpensive person, you are not valuing your human talent. Yeah. Whether it's you alone or the people on your team. Mm. Because the trucks and the fuel and the blah, it all pretty much costs the same, whether yeah. you're the big guy or the little guy. Mm-hmm. There's really no huge difference. Yep. So how do you value your human talent, right? <clears throat> the lawn industry, in my opinion, has been a little frustrating um, because it hasn't been valued. Absolutely. The, the human aspect has not been valued over my career. I don't think it's been valued by employers or by the customers. No. I think neither one of them. No. Yeah. And so when you talk about scaling... No disrespect to most of the large companies that have scaled. Yeah. It's a journey, and you got to be real careful that you're not, in my opinion, not building the scale on low-cost labor. Yep, yeah. Where you're holding people down in their life yep. so you can make more money. People can do that. I will never do that. Mm. It's not the model I want to follow. It's not the one I recommend, but yeah. at the end of the day, knowing your numbers means you know that most of your money goes to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you be significantly different in pricing? When, unless you're not taking care of your people, yeah. right? So that's the numbers to know. And how many hours, if somebody works 10 hours a day, how many hours did they really produce revenue? Yeah. Right? So if it's only seven or eight of those hours, you still need to be somehow billing a customer for those other two or three hours. Yeah. You need to get paid for 10 hours of somebody's time, mm-hmm. even though they only spent seven or eight hours physically in somebody's yard. So all those little pieces and focusing on the people then layering in the equipment, right? Job costing equipment, another huge change in over my career. Mm. Trucks were two or three thousand bucks, snow plows were yeah. five hundred bucks, a guy worked for five dollars an hour and loved you. Okay, so it's yeah. the same game, but more commas and zeros. You yeah. have to know what this stuff costs. And and what yeah, five hundred bucks for a snow plow, what was the one that you what was the most recent one? How much was it that you gave oh, away? Like at least ten thousand. Ten grand, yeah. yeah. That's and insane. they're worth every penny in today's world. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so if you're going to spend 500 bucks or 10 grand, how many hours 
is that thing really going to work? Mm. Because here's the other thing. What do we all sell? Human talent. What do we sell the human talent by? By the hour. Whether we bullet bill it that way or yep. quote it that way, it's going to take this long yep. with this many people and this many machines. So just talk to a guy who won uh, or gifted pink plow a couple years ago. He's in St. Louis. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Zach, yeah. yeah. Zach Wilder, yeah. Right? So he said he got five inches while we're standing here talking, so he's a little freaked out. But they're, really? they seem to be managing down there. Yeah, they a little unexpected early storm. Yeah. But <clears throat> so we, my math would say we divide everything by the, by the hours it's used or by the miles on it. And then you know the cost. Mm. So I could babble on. I know the cost of a snow raider per hour. I know the cost of. I tell you what, if you wouldn't mind. Trucks, all these things. But I he, recommend everybody do this. Pick your favorite piece of equipment, whatever you want to use, and can, would, you, would you would you go for two minutes and and actually break down the cost of one of those, the formula for that, because I think sure. that's something that I that a lot of guys don't understand, myself included, when I started. Of how do we over how do we recover our overhead? How do we recover job costing mm-hmm. and things like that? And there's a bunch of softwares that can help you now, but for yeah. somebody out there who doesn't, <laughs> there's software that can help. Them. Let me put it this way, Jerry: it, you can do it with pencil and paper. Exactly. I promise. Yeah, and a it calcul- can be done. And a calculator. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah, you can do it. So pick any piece of equipment. Pick a truck. I'll use the Snow Raider because we were one of the first people to use them. Cool, yeah. Um, you can use a loader. But the point is, so we'll use, I'll use round math, not exact, to keep the math right. Yeah, so you yeah. spend $10,000 for something. Yep. You use it for two or three or five years, mm-hmm. whatever that time period is. So, and you maintain it. So now you spent 10000 bucks. Let's say you put in 10% of the cost. Let's say every year you put $1,000 into maintenance. So now you have $15,000, and then you're going to trade it in or get rid of it, and we'll say it's worth half of that. Mm-hmm. So now it's worth $7,500. So $10,000 plus maintenance over the course of its life, $15,000 minus what you just sold it for in the end, $7,500. Now you spent $7,500 for that machine. Yep. How many hours did you work it, or how many miles did you work it? When, yeah. you, do, when you divide it, you'll get your cost. Okay. In my case, a snow raider is $35 to $40 an hour. Okay. Right? Now, is that, is that recovering your, your overhead, or is that profitability as no, well? No, that is the cost. That's the cost. Okay. So, because what do we sell? Human talent. Yeah. So, if my guy is 35 bucks an hour or more in the winter, and my machine is 35 bucks or more an hour, now I'm at $70, 70. or $80 an hour only when it's working. Yeah. Next formula, like I just said, how much of the day is that person physically not producing money mm-hmm. because they're driving somewhere, they're sitting in a meeting, they're, uh, let's call it 25 or 30% of their day. Wow. Now we got to add that cost on there. Then we got to add some insu- whatever your overhead is. Yep. I'm just going to call it 30%, but yeah. call it whatever your overhead is between your... Oh, by the way, let's not forget the profit. You got to add profit on. Right? Yeah. So... Whether it's a snow raider, whether it's a lawnmower, whether it's a weed whip, whatever it is, the same formula works. Whether it's a truck and how many years and miles. So keep track of all of it. But the other side is, so before you get into business or when you first get in, a lot of this stuff is available, right? Enough Google searches. You'll find people's best guest numbers. Um, And then, you know, or if you have to rent equipment, it's really easy in the snow world. Pretty easy to figure out if Mm -hmm. you have to rent cost me this much a month, you get this many hours of use, it's all yeah. in a rental agreement. You can you can do the math real quick before you rent them. Right? If you're going to spend yeah. $20,000 a winter to rent a loader, and they tell you how many hours you get, 
for your rental. Well, yeah. that's your cost that's per your, hour. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get pretty any, easy. It, yeah. Pretty easy. Then your guy, then your or gal, then all these pieces, and then how much money do I want to make at the end? So unfortunately, not enough people play that game. Keep track of it. Try to guess it in the front end. Yeah. The phrase in my business has always been round up. Yeah, that's Round good. up. That's good, yeah. Figure out your math, what you think that thing's going to cost you. Go through this exercise. Mm-hmm. And then just add some cushion. Add your say. Just don't don't go the other way. When you get to your level, you have, you probably get really competitive with commercial during snow. I know, like, there's probably competitive price and things like that. But sure. have you, I mean, I know you've heard, like, the 10%. Like, get your final number and then add 10% on top of that. For well, we, we have built that into every formula now. Okay, right? so you do add that but in. But we have built into every formula. We won't. And then, so that, and we have different factors. You know, are you going to use a front end loader? Are you going to use a plow truck? How much of it is shoveling versus versus some kind of machine? Yep. Right. So they, you know, the production rates change. A guy with a shovel is doing twenty five hundred square feet. A guy with a machine is doing twelve or fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, assuming you put the right machine on the right job. So many caveats. Yeah. And you don't know all that when you're bidding the job. That's yeah. the other part. Yeah. You're not sure. No. What machine's going to be there? What crew's going to be there? Yeah. And so sometimes you don't have a machine, and you got three guys with shovels. Or you don't have the right mower. You have a smaller mower, but it's right next to the other site, so you cut it with the smaller mower. Yeah. All those things come into play. So rounding up, <clears throat> at the end of the day, all this industry, every industry, deserves to make a good living. Um, there's a bunch of, bunch of hardworking people. Top to and, bottom. And top to bottom. That's the thing, yeah. But, but I like to go bottom to top. Yeah, that's right. I, I love that bottom mentality. Bottom to top. It's, you know. Because the it, top won't it, have with, a good well, living. It's without, without yeah, the without people the, physically doing the work. Yeah. Which is where I came from and so many. Like, if you're not physically doing the work right, yeah, then the rest is useless. Yeah. Who cares if you have a CFO or an accountant, all these fancy things? They're irrelevant. Yep. If you can't have a, a badass, hardworking, well oiled and compensated front line yeah whatever whatever business you're in um and yeah and then just make money doing it it's okay you know the analogy all the time is think about this <clears throat> if you call an electrician or a plumber come to your house to fix a light switch or whatever yeah. Yeah. okay no disrespect to any of those trades but the capital investment is minimal. There's a van yeah. and a tool belt. <laughs> yeah, okay? a few those, ranches. Those of us, yeah, those yep. of us in the business have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment yep. to send a three-person crew to go cut grass, for an example, and make forty dollars like long. Well, only because we're our own worst enemy. Yeah, the answer is no. Yeah, the answer is no. No, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is willing to start. And then they get scary. They start their business at 40 yeah. or 20 or 50 or whatever the number is. And then they get afraid to get out or they get afraid to change. Never should have started there. Yeah. And the, the kindest of words, we need to do the math. Those are the numbers I was getting to cut grass in the 80s. That's what I'm saying. And in the early 90s, it, it's disheartening to me. I yeah. just want people to say no. Yeah. But the thing get, is, get, is, get get one third of the lawns that, yeah. at the right price. And you do have a third of the work and make the same amount of money. Right. Yeah. yeah. I could spin everybody's head with, with this math. If you have if you have a 10% profit, so if you do $100 worth of work mm-hmm. and you make 10%, yep. you know if you add just 10% to your quote, now you're doing $110 work, you only have to do mm-hmm. half as much work. Yeah. Because on 110 you just made 20 Yeah. Versus on 100 you made 10 So the price only needs to go up in that 
if you're making 10% profit, 10%, yeah. it only needs to go up 10%, 10% to make to make twice as much money. Wow, that's, yeah, that is, <laughs> you blew my mind. It's I not, haven't thought about it like that, yeah. Yeah, so the number one recommended to everyone is math and numbers, and then again, if people want to scale the daylights out of it and open yeah. 20 branches and they something has to give and it's usually price and then yeah. it's and then it's usually ultimately the frontline people mm-hmm. who, who pay that price which mm-hmm. is um not what i want to do but yeah so do, how do you how did you combat that scaling how did you not sacrifice your people we're your not line? that we're not so by scale we still cut the same we still basically have the same amount of human talent by body count mm-hmm. cutting grass that we did in the 1980s. Okay. So snow is where So I built really... it, and then we still, it comes and goes, and we keep trying to build it, but it's hard to get that work yeah, because of what's happened to the market. Yep. I'm like, no, the math doesn't add up. Yep. We can't do it. I can't pay people year-round wages, full benefits, health care, optical, dental, 401Ks. Yeah. Teach them, educate them, pay them to come to seminars, which is what I think everybody should do for their team, and charge 40 bucks. It's impossible. It's impossible. I can't do it. So the snow side scale, but we brought in other things, right? We added, so lawn was going to be lawn. Well, let's start start doing some construction work. Let's start doing some enhancement. Let's do irrigation. You know, ironically, people will pay you $100 an hour to come fix the irrigation system. Twist and twist the head off, and but back they on. won't yeah. pay you a hundred plus parts with thirty percent markup. But yep. they won't pay a hundred bucks to cut the grass once again when you show up with a quarter of a million dollars worth of equipment. Ish, yeah. it's yep. nuts. So it, heads up, it, it everybody. It's the industry, though. I think I think it's things like that. Like the there's so many people out there that just don't even know that that, that we have to get the word out to to say, look, if 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 two thirds of our industry will raise our prices, then the others will fall off. The bottom feeders will fall off. Right. And w- and the price will be sixty dollars or eighty dollars, whatever it needs Amen. to be in your market. So, like, the world again. I'm a little bit older. The world has more communication and yeah. more knowledge than it's ever had. Exactly. Your podcast brought so many, yeah. But yet we don't use it as a human yeah. race. We still stick our head in some direction it's and insane. we just do it. It's it's disheartening. But people like yourself and others, um, anybody willing to share a story. Yeah. Um, it's going to get better if people pay attention and listen to this. Yeah. Right? What I'm going to talk on today. Here, here's the trigger. Anybody who believes, it's beliefs drive behaviors, drive results. <clears throat> so that's just the way the world works. Whatever we believe in, we behave accordingly, mm-hmm. and then we get the results. So if we believe we can make money at $40 a lawn cut, people will do it even, and do, even though it won't make money. Yeah. Because that's their belief. The yep. other guy did it. That guy over there only charges that. Yeah. So I believe it's going to work. Yeah. So, but it's not true. Yeah. There aren't enough people sharing the whole story. But it can go the opposite way too. If you believe you can make your sixty, yeah. and you put the processes <clears throat> in place to do that and help other people learn, it can. It's insane. And, and, and it's share. a mindset shift. Hundred percent. And share. There's nothing wrong with being, in my opinion, anyhow, and being transparent. Yeah. We lost some snow work this year. We lose it. We gain it, right? Customers like, but look, they're, you know, 30, 40, 50% less than your number. I'm like, but they're wrong. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Here's the measurements. They're not making. Yeah. Here's, here's the production rates. Here's how many tons it takes and how many bags and how many times we do it. Here. Here's all the free information. This is my formula. Yeah. Here. Go ask them theirs. Yep. And they're going to say, well, I, I don't care. 
They say they know what they're doing, yeah. and they're less money. Okay. Hey, if a buyer doesn't want to do due diligence, exactly. we can't fix that. And you but don't we, but really we can provide all the information in the world we want. We you can. don't even want that as your customer necessarily either. Like, if, if, you don't want some, like if you're going to be no. that in-depth in your research, your numbers, everything, like, then you want people who respect that. 100%. And who want to pay you that. 100%. That's, yeah, I mean, that... A hundred percent. crazy. So we have to, whether we're, you know, a single person in a truck cutting some lawns in a residential market, whether we're our size, the guys that are bigger, we have to decide what our customer is going to look like. Yeah. And we have to decide what our people are going to look like that, that help us. And then we have to live by that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because obviously there's customers for everyone. There's staff members and team players for everyone. A hot topic, this is a total change, and we'll wrap this thing up. I don't want to hold you too long. Hot topic in the last year, two years, has been labor. You, we've always talked about that a lot here. Like, you, you treat your employees well. You yep. take care of them. How has that worked for you? Have you all had a lot of turnover in labor? Have you been able to keep people on? And if so, do you think it comes down to strictly compensation? Is it work environment? Is it what they're doing? Um, some, some keys for people who are trying to get these first employees in here and build their companies. Um, how do they get a good foundation moving forward? Um, so there's an old saying, it kind of goes like this, that gratitude, gratefulness, saying thank you, being appreciated, all has more value than money and sex yeah. over the course of your life, mm. right? So you need to... Whether it's a relationship with a spouse, whether it's a relationship with a friend, whether it's a relationship with an employee, whether it's a relationship with a customer, mm-hmm. my, my belief is, and why we don't struggle in that arena, is we just have a good relationship. Yeah. And it's grounded on my faith. It's grounded on this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to treat customers. Yep. And if you don't want to, there's other places to work. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm 40, what am I now? 42 years into this game. I was 17. Employee number one is still there. Employee number three is there. People have worked their 10 and 20 and 30 years and retired out. New people have come in. Um, I interviewed somebody yesterday. I'm interviewing somebody again uh, Sunday after church. Really? It's, um, yeah. Where we struggle or have more challenges on the, on the labor force is, is, <clears throat> is the H2B program. We've been, we've been lucky. We've been blessed that we get the key people we want in, and they're all family members of the guys who already work here. So they're bringing their own in. So in comes family. Mm. It's, I mean, it's so exciting to me. I mean, these guys, the first time we got this accomplished, there's your stories like, I haven't seen my brother in 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Um, and now he's living with me and working side by side with That's me. That's amazing. Like, yeah. it's, you know, so. How we, rewarding we, is that? We would be, yeah, uh, yeah. I get I get emotional. Hopefully I won't get emotional on the stage today. But, but I mean, even if you do, it's okay. Because, like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Look at what I, you built. Like, it's look okay. At, I, don't, I don't hide it. Yeah. I just try not to uh, have it ruin the presentation, right? No, it's it's priceless to yeah. me. That um, connects. To, I, I to think connect that lives. And, yeah. uh, and, and what I'll share today is that's not, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't believe that yeah. in my 20s. Yeah. I just figured I could outwork the guy next to me mm-hmm. and do my math. And, and ultimately, that's kind of it. It's yeah. also there's a little sports mentality here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever you just outwork the person outwork next em. to you for that position, you'll get that position. Yep. yep. So when you're young and you're out there working, outwork them, outsmart them. That's what nobody wants to do, though. Nobody wants to actually work anymore. <laughs> 
They just want it to be. They just want it to fall in their lap and like expect. There it to is happen. no app for selling human talent. Yeah. So we're back to where we started. We are yeah. selling human talent. Yeah. So there is no easy way. Yeah. You know, Brian texted me this morning. Where are you? I said, I'm in the office. I'll be there eventually. <laughs> like, no. Where was yeah. I before that? A job site talking mm-hmm. to my guys. Yeah. You know, where was I yesterday before I came to meet you guys? <clears throat> meet you guys. I was having lunch with a with one of my crews on a construction job. Um, I love it. It got for me. You got to stay connected. Got to appreciate the people who do the work. Yeah. And uh, and never rise above that. Yeah. That's good. Never, 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 never get above stay humble. That. Get a damn shovel in your hand. I don't care what age, what stage you are. Stay close to that's the how pe- you keep them in. Stay close to the people yeah. who do the damn work. Yep. And say thank you. Yep. And whatever yep. thank you means to them. So is it all money? No. It yep. has to be a fair amount of money. Yep. And and uh, time off and that's education huge. or whatever yeah. they need. Yeah. Give people what they need and what they want. Yeah. yeah. And, and they'll take advantage of it or they won't. Yeah. Right? That's good. <clears throat> so that's the that's that's the plan. amazing. As that's you wrap plan, up, Jeremy. what what is your what is your why? That's our last question. We try to ask all our people here, and it's so comp it's so simple, but it can be complex. So what, just, what is that's your why? the title of what I'm talking about today? Well, here we go. Is what is my why? There we go. It, you don't have time for that. I, I think I have thirty five. <laughs> I, <gotta, laughs> I think you got to listen to thirty five minutes and watch some slides. Well, <clears throat> ones that aren't here, give us the so, thirty. So second. here's here's well, it's. So this, the 30 seconds is, it was different when I was 20, yeah. than 30, than 40, than 50, and where it I am adapts. now, scratch, and 60, right? It develops. Yeah. Um, but what it, at this point in my life, and even looking back, what it was a lot of the time, it's painted on the side of our trucks in like giant letters. It's all over everything. Our purpose in life is to transform lives. Yeah. So my why is to transform lives. Yeah. Our passion is the lawn and snow industry. So we do it as best we can the industry we're in so whether it's doing what you and i are doing right now yeah. whether it's selling our pink salt and helping families yeah um or it's landscaping in somebody's backyard and yeah. and busting into a conversation with them yeah and figuring out their life and yeah. can we help them yeah and that's it i love just, it just make a difference in somebody else's life i love it man that i think that's a huge a huge key to why you become so successful and grown grown a large company and, and brought these people in because it's about others and you're, you're trying to give back, and I, and I believe you're. That's very genuine. Like it's not just oh, a sales pitch. Uh, like, no, <laughs> that, that's who you are. Yeah, I met no. you 30 minutes ago, and I feel like, like, hey, we're friends. Like this dude is actually serious. Happy to help. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, I, I love it. You know, there's not a lot of snow in Alabama. No, but, no, no, no. There's not a lot okay. of snow, but yeah, I can still throw down a pretty good diagonal. There with, you go. With my bunt and walk behind that, you don't even know what that is. Uh-uh. Uh, right. No. So I'm still cutting my own lawn with the with the original commercial mower that I bought to cut You're grass kidding. with in 1982. Oh my goodness. And I buy they don't make them like they used to. And, no, they don't. No, because it's the same lawnmower. Yeah. And I'm still cutting grass with it every That's other insane. day. I cut every two to three days. Really. Of course. My goodness. No, you are. Nobody cuts my lawn. Nobody trims my shrubs. Yeah. My teams come in and help with construction projects when yeah. we're doing stuff. But no, my wife and I take care of everything. It's, I love um, it. Yeah. It's remind ourselves. This is, this is what it's about. Yeah. And this is how long it takes. And yeah. this is how hard it is. Yeah. And don't devalue it. Yeah. Don't, don't ever devalue what, what we're all doing for a living. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, not for the sake of chasing more money or scaling where you yeah. began the conversation. Don't, yeah. in my opinion, don't. Yeah, don't up and leave. You'll regret you. it looking back on life. That'll be the legacy you leave behind. Yeah, I could, I could, I could pay people not much money, and I could sell work for less money than the other guy. Yeah, that's the legacy. Yeah, is that really the way you want to walk? People know you as. Well, and, that'll yeah. be your why. Yeah, yeah, yep. Not a why and, that I want. 
Amen. Not yeah. me either. Well, man, I appreciate it so much. Thanks for coming today. And uh, you're going to trans- transform some people's lives in there today. Well, I, we're going to try. Believe it, we're going to so. try to get them to uh, think about life a different way, avoid yeah. a mistake, get up faster, whatever yeah. it takes. That's right. Thank you a lot, man. Thanks My for your time. Pleasure. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.